Cantos 19-21 to of Book 4 of the Ramayana of Balmiki Translated by Ralph D. H. Griffith This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Om123 Canto 19 Tara's Grief The answer gave the Banner King To Rama's prudent counselling Battered and bruised by tree and stone by Rama's arrow overthrown, fainting upon the ground he lay, gasping his troubled life away. But Tara in the Banner's hall, hard tidings of a husband's fall, heard that a shaft from Rama's bow had laid the royal barley low. Her darling angered by her side, distracted from her home, she hied. Denied a place of battle drew. The banners on God's retinue. They saw the bow-armed drama, dread, fell on them, and they turned and fled. Like helpless deer, their leaders slain, so wildly fled the startled train. But Tara saw, a nearer pressed, and thus the flying band addressed. O banners, ye who ever stand, about our king, a trusty band, where is the lion master, why? Forsake ye does your lord and fly. Say, lies he dead upon the plain, A brother by a brother slain, Or pierced by shafts from Rama's bow, That rain from far upon the foe. Thus Tara questioned, and was still. Then, warriors of each shape and will, The banners does with one accord, Answered the lady of the lord. Tarn, Tara, tarn, and half undone, save ungut thy beloved son. There Rama stands in death's disguise, and conquered Bali faints and dies. He by whose strong arm, thick and fast, uprooted trees and rocks were cast, lies smitten by a shaft that came, resistless as the lightning flame. When he, whose panda once could vie with Indra's, reasoned of the sky, fell by the deadly arrow all the banners fled who marked his fall let all our chiefs their succors bring and angered be anointed king for all who come of banner race will serve him set in bali's place or else our conquering foes to-day within our wall will force their way polluting with their hostile feet the chambers of thy loved retreat Great fear is on us, all and one, Those who have wives and who have none, They lust for power, are fierce and bold, Or hate us for the strife of old. She heard their speech as, sore afraid, Arrested in their flight, they stayed, And gave her answer as became, The spirit of so true a dame. Nay, what have I to do with pelf, with son, with kingdom, or with self, when he, my noble lord, who leads, the banners like a lion bleeds. His high-souled victor will I meet, and throw me prostrate at his feet. She hastened forth, her bosom rent, with anguish, weeping as she went, and striking, mastered by her woes, her head and breast with frantic blows. She hurried to the field, and found her husband prostrate on the ground, who quelled the hostile banner's might, 
whose bank was never turned in flight, whose arm a mossy rock could throw, as Indra hurls his bolts below, fierce as the rushing tempest, loud as thunder from a labouring cloud, whenever he roared his voice of fear, struck terror on the boldest ear, now slain, as hungry for the prey, a tiger might a lion slay, or when his serpent foe to seek, Superna, with his furious beak, tears up his sacred hillock, long, the reverence of a village throng. Its altar, with their offerings spread, and the gay flag that waved overhead, she looked, and saw the victor stand, resting upon his bow his hand. And fierce the griever she descried, and Lakshman by his brother's side. She passed them by, nor stayed to view, Swift to her husband's side she flew. Then as she looked, her strength gave way, And in the dust she fell and lay. Then, as if startled ere the close Of slumber, from the art she rose, Upon her dying husband round, Whose soul the coils of death were wound. Her eyes in agony she bent, And called him with a shrill lament, Sagriva, when he heard her cries, And saw the queen with weeping eyes, And youthful anger standing there, His load of grief could hardly bear. Canto twenty, Tara's Lament Again she bent her to the ground, Her arms about her husband wound, Sobbed on his breast, and sick and faint, With anguish poured her wild complaint. Brave in the charge of battle, boast, and glory of the banner host, Why on the cold heart will thou lie, and give no answer when I cry? Up, warrior, from thy lowly bed, a meteor couch for thee is spread. It ill beseems a glorious king, on the bare ground his limbs to fling. Ah, surely must thy love be strong, for her whom thou hast governed long, If thou, my hero, canst recline, on her cold breast forsaking mine. All famed for justice through the land, Thou on the road to heaven hast planned, Some city fairer far than this, To be thy new metropolis. Are all your pleasures ended now, With those delicious hours which thou, And I, dear Lord, together spent, In woods that breathed the honey's scent, Whelmed in my sorrow's boundless sea, there is no joy, no hope for me. When my beloved Lord, who led the banners to the fight, is dead, my widowed heart is torn and cold, or at the sight mine eyes behold. Overmastered would it end this ache, and in a thousand fragments break. Our noble banner, doomed to pay the penalty of all today, Sugriva from his home expelled and rumour from his arms withheld, our banner race and thee to save, wise counsel for thy will I gave. But thou, by wildest folly steered, wouldst give no credence to my word, and thou wilt woo the nymphs above, and shake their souls with pangs of love. Ah, never could it be that thou, beneath Sugriva's power, shouldst bow. Thy conqueror is none but fate, whose mandates all who breathe await. 
and does no thrill of anguish run through the stern beast of Ragu's son, whose base hand dealt a coward's blow, and smote the fighting with thy foe. Reft of my lord my days, alas, in bitter, bitter war will pass. And I, long blessed with every good, must bear my dreary widowhood. And when his uncle's brow is torn, when his fierce eyes with fury burn, oh, what will be my uncle's fate? so fair and young and delicate come darling for the last sad sight of thy dear sire who loved the right for soon thine eyes will long in vain and look at that loved face to gain and hero as thy child draws near with tender words his spirit cheer thy dying wishes gently speak and kiss him on the brows and cheek high fame i win has rama won by this great deed his hand has done his debt to brave sugriva paid and kept the promise that he made be happy king sugriva lord of rama to thine arms restored enjoy uninterrupted reign for he thy foe at length is slain dost thou not hear me speak and why hast thou no word of soft reply wilt thou not lift thine eyes and see these dames who look to none but thee. From their sad eyes, as Tara spoke, the floods of bitter sorrow broke. Then, pressing close to Angad's side, each lifted up her voice and cried, How couldst thou leave thine Angad thus, and go forever go from us? Thy child, so dear in brave attire, graced to the virtues of his sire. If ever in want of thought, O chief, one deed of mine have caused thee grief, forgive my folly, I entreat, and with my head I touch thy feet. Again the hapless Tara wept, as to her husband's side she crept, and wild with sorrow and dismay, sat on the ground where Bali lay. Canto 21 Hanuman's Speech there, like a fallen star, the dame fell by her lord's half-lifeless frame, and Hanuman drew softly near, and strove her grieving heart to cheer. By changeless law, our bliss and woe, from ancient wrought and folly, flow. What fruits soever we cull, the seeds, were scattered by our former deeds. Why mourn another's mournful fate, and weep? thyself unfortunate be calm o thou whose heart is wise for none deserves another's sighs look up what idle sorrow strive thy child his heir is yet alive let needful rites be duly done nor in thy woe forget thy son regard the law which all obey they spring to life they pass away Begin the task that bids thee rise, And stay these tears, for thou art wise. Our lord the king is doomed to die, On whom ten million hearts rely. Kind, liberal, patient, true and just, Was he in whom they placed their trust. And now he seeks the land of those, Who for the right subdued their foes. Each banner lord with all his train, each ranger of this wild domain, and Angad here, thy darling, see, 
a governor and friend in thee these twain whose hearts with sorrow ache the funeral rites shall undertake and uncut by his mother's care be king his father's rightful heir now let him pay as laws require his sacred duty to his sire nor one solemnity omit of all that mighty kings befit and when thy fond eye sees thine own dear ungod on his father's throne then lightened of its load of pain thy spirit will have rest again she heard his speech she heaved her head looked upon hanuman and said sweeter my slain lord's limbs to touch than ungod or a hundred such no rule or right a widowed dame over ungod or the realm i claim so grievous the uncle he in every act supreme must be i pray thee chief this plan resign nor claim from me what never is mine the father with his tender care guards the dear child the mother bear wherever i be no sweeter task no happier joy i hope or ask than does to sit with loving eyes and watch the bed where bali lies and of cantos nineteen twenty and twenty one